welcome to another episode of the Von Gear Consulting Group's podcast. Happy New Year. This episode, we're going to discuss backwards planning and how it can be applied to your business. In an effort to join the chorus of blogs, posts, podcasts, tweets, and everything else out there wishing you success on your New Year's resolutions and also how to plan for them, we're going to add a bit of a twist. When it comes to your business, how do you plan your business backwards? Now, what is backwards planning, you ask? Well, it's an excellent question. It's a method used when you have specific dates in mind. Let's say you're launching an herbal and alternative healthcare business. You plan to hold a grand opening for your new business venture on the 1st of April. That's a specific date and time with a specific action that you want to complete. You're smart. You know that you need certain items to make this grand opening a success. You need advertisements. You need flyers. You need mailers, business cards, a website, press releases, tons of stuff. And without adequately knowing how long each of these items that I just mentioned are going to take, it can quickly turn into quite a snowball of bad things happening and you're not going to have a successful grand opening. So what do you do? You apply the principles of backwards planning. You research how each of those particular items that you need to make your grand opening a success, how long are they going to take? How much are they going to cost? How many resources or individuals do you need to apply to them to get them done? You take into consideration of all those things. You look at your go start date, which we said was April 1st for the launch of our alternative healthcare business and you backwards plan from there. So now that sounds pretty, pretty easy, right? That's kind of a quickly glossing over of how it's done, but it's a little bit different than that. So let's get into some of the details. Now, we said we want to have a grand opening on April 1st, and particularly we want to have our grand opening start from 10 o'clock in the morning and run till five o'clock in the evening. That's a seven hour grand opening. That's a lot to do there. So we've got our go start date. We've got our go start time. April 1st, grand opening. We do research on our flyers. It takes about two days to design the flower, uh, flyers. It takes about uh, a day to print them up. We've got to do some proofing in there. Boom, that's going to take about a week. We want to do some mailers. It's going to take about two days to design the mailers. Again, a day to print them up, a day to proof them, a day to run the prints again once we accept the proofs. Boom, that's another week right there. And then We've got to write some advertising copy, copy for the for the mailers, copies for the flyers, copy for the website. That's a lot of writing we got to do, and we don't all want to be the same. We want to be fresh and enticing with a good call of action to our customers. There you go, boom! You got another two weeks of of work right there. Plus, we decide that we want to do a mailing list, and we're going to do that mailing list in different waves. So we'll mail some of the same people, some to different people. So we got to get the mailing list. That's a week. We got to proof that mailing list, make sure it's actually got some good addresses. That's another week. Then we got to proof it again. That's another week. Then we got to design the waves. That's another week. Right there, you got a month of work on your mailings right there. And then we want to do some ad buys uh, on, on radio, on print. That's going to be a couple of days. We want to build a website. At minimum, that's going to take a month. And then some, actually, if you really think about it. So from the launch date, uh, our grand opening of April 1st, we've got a number of months that are out there built in on work that we got to do to get it done right now. So I count off a lot of items. So for backwards planning, looking at grand opening on April 1st, we want our advertising campaign to begin March 27th. 
We want four distinct waves of mailing. So we'll do wave four on the 29th of March, wave three on the 25th of March, wave two on the 15th of March, and wave one on March 1st, a specific save the date for our grand opening. We also want to launch the website at the same time to build up momentum throughout that month. So we want to launch that on March 1st. And we said it's going to take about a month and then some, so we better get started right now in January. We're going to have our final uh, mailing list uh, delivered and ready to go to mail all our items off. So that give ourselves a kind of week of some wiggle room. So we want that done by February 22nd. We have to have the mailing list broken down in distinct waves. We better have that the week before, so we want that on February 15th. We want to proof that mailing list before we break it down into waves. So we're going to have that mailing list proof done by the 8th of February. And we really need to go out and purchase that mailing list either right now or at a dead last minimum the 1st of February. I just threw out a lot of dates there. And if you can go back and take a quick listen, you understand those dates are all backwards planning based on the amount of time it's going to take for all those items to be completed. Now, of course, when it comes to backwards planning, one of the great things that it does for you is it allows you to assign members of your teams and as well as your capital resources to specific projects and allows you to time those projects out. And they, you put in more detail because each of these things I just listed out, they're going to have some specific things that need to be done individually that must get done. But the neat thing about a backwards plan is that it's giving you the end result. You know what your goal is. And it's allowing you to know what all the pieces are that when they need to come together to make that goal a reality. So let's refresh what backwards planning is. Backwards planning is a concept. It's a tool that you use to work from a specific date when you want to achieve a goal or achieve a specific action for your business, and you work it backwards in the specific steps to get you to that action. It allows you to clearly see when targets should and must be met to meet your goal. It allows you to quickly assign the resources and capital needed to prioritize tasks to get those items done so you can reach your goal. And the best part, it's a business plan tool that allows you to get rid of non-essential items or non-essential tasks or non-essential wasteful spending that you don't need. That's the best part about the planning tool. And it's always ongoing. It's always being reworked each time. So it's a living, breathing tool. Now, I know some of you guys out there that use Microsoft Project Planning are saying, hey, 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 my friend, this sounds like a Gantt chart. And it does. I'm not going to deny that it doesn't sound like a Gantt chart. But think of what a Gantt chart does. A Gantt chart looks at, here's my project and plans it forward and gives you that end date. We're saying, let's reverse that. Let's look at the end date and go back and see what all the planning's done. The problem with the Gantt chart is, is, is scope creep and mission creep can build in very quickly and you can start to snowball and miss a lot of your deadlines. Whereas in a backwards planning, these deadlines must be met to make the successful go live date of our grand opening a success. So. Backwards planning is a tool that you can use in your business immediately, right now, today, to start planning for a more successful and profitable future. Let's talk about another tool that you can use in your business, the 30, 60, 90 day plan. Now we just discussed backwards planning, and looking at a point in time in the future and playing it backwards. Now what we're talking about is looking at specific tasks that must get done in a future-oriented position in either 30, 60, or 90 days. So it's best fit to understand that backwards planning has milestones built in that must get completed to get the overall goal done. 
It helps you lay down time frame and expectations for those things. This 30, 60, 90 day plan allows you to build in execution for those milestones. Now there's no secret sauce to this. There are no leaven herbs and spices. There's no cocaine filled cola formula locked in a super, super secret bunker somewhere in Atlanta. It is a forward-looking plan that you can apply to your backwards plan or to any sort of goal that you want to reach. Now, what people get wrong when they use a 30, 60, 90 day plan is they think it's very static and they overload the very first 30 days. They, they, they get very excited and they want to try to do a lot in the first 30 days. And that's really where it becomes an unmanageable tool. And the second area is that they forget, again, and this is a rolling plan. So what's on your 60 day plan, when it gets done, rolls into 30 days, 90 into 60, and you have a 90 new 90, a new 90 day plan on the event horizon. So to ensure that you don't get stuck in any of these traps of using the 30, 60, 90 day plan rule, the first thing is to break things down into buckets. Think of your first 30 days as things that must get done immediately right now. They must get done. Think of your 60 days of things that can get done a little bit later. And then think of your 90 day uh, items are things that can only be accomplished after your 30 and 60 day items completed on your 30, 60, 90 day plan. Now, again, to avoid the second pitfall of thinking that this is only a static plan and then it's not rolling or living and breathing, you know, you can um, do a couple things. Cross out when you get your items done on those plans, roll up what can be immediately rolled up into your 30 day plan and always roll things forward. Again, don't plan your first 30 days for overkill. Plan things out. 30 days are the most important, gotta get done right now. 60 days can get done a little bit later, it doesn't have to happen today. And 90 days cannot get done until you get your 30 and 60 day plans completed. Now, uh, also as well too, it's best to pick a day of a week to review your 30, 60, 90 day plan. I like to do Sundays, and I'll tell you the reason why. Uh, Sundays allow me to plan for my future week that's coming up. Let's me review what I completed in my past week. It's kind of a quiet time, not a lot going on. I pick Sundays. You can pick Wednesdays, Tuesdays. It doesn't matter. As long as you look at your 30, 60, 90 day plan and you start rolling things up. And again, when you make that plan, when you start that plan, the clock starts ticking the moment you put it into action. So again, one of the keys to make this uh, tool work for you is to cross things off. So. Backwards planning is assigning a date into the future, and then you know that's when you're gonna have everything completed, and then working backward all those steps. 30, 60, 90 day plans are plans that you can use to prioritize what must get done, and always use it as a as a sort of uh, forward-looking business plan or planning and tactics tool for your business. See, I told you I was going to throw some twists in there today. So again, Happy New Year. Hope you guys are staying warm wherever you may be. And again, let us be a lion in your corner. Join us at the Von Gehr Consulting Group at www.vongehrconsulting.com. That's V-O-N-G-E-H-R consulting.com. And hey, follow us on Twitter at Von Gehr CG. Until next time. We'll be roaring your success.